Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, welcome into the Believe in Commanders podcast. How's it going, Commanders fans? It's me, Brian Murphy, as always. And I am joined by Triple A. I've been saying double A this whole time. And what a what an overly nice guy. Three months into this partnership. And Anthony Armstrong didn't correct me until till now. But Triple A, Anthony Armstrong, how are you doing, my friend? I am good. I am good. We've got the Triple A handled. It's okay. I've had plenty of people say double A. Um, but it's all good, you know, just a little, hey, let's, let's throw that extra A in there, make sure Artemis gets some love. Yeah, absolutely. If we're going to make this work, I got to get your name correct, your nickname correct. So, Triple A, I was shorting you an A. I apologize. So, Triple A and, and B Murph here, we are here to talk some football because since the last time we talked to you, had a great episode with Chris Russell, but football is back. Games are being played. The Hall of Fame game was last week as we are speaking here on Thursday night, a couple of games are being played. I don't care that it's a preseason. I don't care that these stats don't matter. I don't care that over half of these guys aren't going to make the final rosters. Anthony, football is back. There's real, there are real plays, real hitting, all of that stuff. I, I, I can't imagine how you feel because I, I didn't even play and I, I'm super excited. So football is back. It is back and and all is well in the world. I feel like the temperatures have come down in Texas. Um, you know where people are going to be on Sundays. It's just it, it's going to bring a good bit of calm and something to look forward to for the next 17, 20, 24 weeks or whatever it is. Uh, you know you can look forward to Thursdays and Sundays to having some good NFL action. Um, and I'm excited. I, that Hall of Fame game, mm-hmm. you know, that just happened last week. Um, that's a really cool game. I got to participate in one of those uh, whenever I was with Dallas and we played against Miami. So um, that's a really cool experience. I'm glad I got to do that. Uh, It's definitely, yeah, it's an extra ball game, but it's it's a good experience all the way around that only only a few people get to take advantage of, and, and I'm glad I got to do that. Yeah, so apparently you got a, a pretty uh, you got a good story being there. What what is that like with the the extra week or kind of starting a week early? How do you kind of get right with that 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 first week where everybody else is playing four games? Well, I guess at the time it was four games. Uh, you were playing five with the the added game. But what is that like? And do you have to get yourself ready a week early or or kind of what what goes into that? Well, you were able to. I, I want to say we 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 reported a little bit earlier just because they knew we had that extra game. Um, they were able to stagger out the um, the start times for the uh, the, uh, the the each team. So uh, I want to say Dallas and Miami. We both started probably a couple days earlier than other teams, so we could get prepared. Um, I liked having that game because you got to play real football quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, every other team is playing 
ball for an extra week, you know, or practicing, I should say, going against the same team, or they're probably doing um, a lot of, you know, a few joint practices are going on, but you go visit another team, you go to their, you know, their training facility, and you battle against those guys for, you know, the, the, the entire week leading into the game. So you can imagine, like, you're you're going up against somebody else. You finally get some different competition, and then you have to see them on on Saturday or whatever day you play. Um, but that's that's when it's time, baby. That is, you really get to show what you're worth. You got to make sure everything carries over. Mm-hmm. That's right. So a, a lot of teams are are playing their first preseason game. The Commanders take on the Panthers uh, this Saturday at one p.m. We'll get to more of a breakdown on the Commander side of things. But how do you how do you prepare for that first preseason game? Kind of, I, I kind of was thinking, how do you prepare as as a new guy, as maybe a rookie or a guy you know on his first year uh, on a team? And how do you prepare as a veteran? And does it change a little bit depending on where you're at in the in the league and how long you've been there? You know, it's both both vets and rookies have to be you know at their top and ready to go. Uh, the good thing that you know, for vets is that. Generally, the coaches understand. Hey, you're you're probably working your way up. Yeah, you're in football shape, but there's still more uh, for your game to to show out. Uh, especially in this first preseason game, most vets or starters they're really not going to get a lot of work. You might get a series or two. Uh, if everything goes well, you probably see a series. Um, if it's a little shaky, there might be two series as as high as a quarter. But I would I would highly doubt that. Um, so as a vet, it's one of those ones that's like, all right, let's start getting into you know what it's like to go and play a game but for a rookie or for those you know those uh the reserves players a second string and on this is the time for you to really show what you can do you know that things aren't scripted against against you and I that sounds bad but you know generally a play will be scripted in practice to go up against a particular coverage and then every time you run it it may be a shot a ball that doesn't ever come your way or a route uh, but now you're in the game and that quarterback is taking live fire. You're taking live fire and anything can happen. And, and you really get to showcase that either A, you know your stuff. Uh, two, you get to showcase or this, this would be B, B, you get to show you know that you're just a playmaker. Like you can play football. Um, and there's some times where guys, they can't take it from the practice field and put it into the game. And then there's, there's times where there's guys who, they, maybe they don't do so hot in practice, but then they show up in the game. Um, those are the ones who really can make some leaps moving into that second and third preseason game and start fighting for roster spots. Yeah, I say I said it doesn't really matter. The the records don't matter, but these these reps matter to guys that are uh, potentially making a team or or might be a long shot and show something in a game. Like uh, I kind of like we've been saying all summer, especially that that you've been saying from experience. It's one thing to do it in practice, but to show that you can go do it in a game and do it in a live situation. That's got to be crucial for coaches to see and, and for your teammates to see as well. Uh, just a quick quick thing on, on, on preseason games. Is it kind of a vanilla script when you go out there for the first preseason game? Is it kind of just to get timing and reps down, or do they throw you know a bunch of plays at you in that first game? Um, well, you, you, have, you have everything at your disposal. Right. By the time you get to training camp, if there's, you know, 10 installs, that's one a day. You should have installed everything. The good thing is that you're probably not going to run too many exotic things. You know, they don't want to put a lot of stuff on tape. 
you're going to go back to some basic things, basic concepts, basic running plays. They just want to see if you can execute that against some other competition. Uh, the, the the complexity of the play calls will definitely show up in the preseason. Uh, I'm sorry, in the regular season. So like that's why I saw Sam Howell. He had said there's, there's not really a big step up in the NFL from college. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, like I I could I could be real. I kind of felt that way in my you know 2010 preseason. I was like, man, I'm catching deep passes. I'm doing. Da, 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 da. I'm like, man, this is nothing. And, and I, I don't want to say I was like maybe that confident, but I felt like I was like sure. I really feel like I belong. And then you get into the preseason or in the regular season, and you're like, that's not. We've never seen that before. What is that? <laughs> You know, it's like there's blitzes that you're like, who the hell was that? Where did that come from? And the the speed is faster. The 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 defense, like, if you think you picked up blitzes and been able to, you know, hit hot receivers because you can see it in practice, when you go against the game against when you're going in the game against the, the other, you know, the best players on the other team, the tempo you turn that dial up, man. It is in it's even more intense. But it's a huge opportunity in this preseason games. I mean, these guys are auditioning for literally every other team in the league. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great point because, you know, you see guys that, that might get cut and picked up uh, elsewhere. You know, we, practice squads have expanded. So these are these are additions for, for guys that, you know, if, if it's not here, you know, say for the commanders, if it's not in D.C., it could be anywhere in the league. So that's exciting for them and exciting to see. You know, the, the preseason schedule has changed a little bit. We, we kind of talked about, you know, I guess back in the day, say back in the day, you know, 10 years ago or so, uh, you know, there were four games. And so it seemed like the first preseason game, maybe not a lot of guys played or like you said, got a few reps here and there, you know, maybe a couple more in the second game. Third game was like the the dress rehearsal game. And then the fourth game was the game where you kind of got those last bit of, you know, roster decisions to make all the starters are getting ready for the regular season. Now with three preseason games, even here in this first week, we've seen some starters playing a good chunk of, of games. We saw Josh Jacobs for the Raiders play. Uh, we saw the first overall pick, Trayvon Walker, play for the Jaguars. Tonight, Saquon Barkley, I think, had more touches tonight than he's ever had in his career wow. in the preseason. So wow. it, it seems like there are some strategies that are, are changing a little bit. How do you feel about that, and how would you feel about that as a veteran who's told, hey, I don't care. This is the first preseason game. You're playing, you know, X amount of snaps. And, you know, is that a, is that a good thing? Are you ready to play or is, are you kind of like, hey, hang on. This is the first preseason game. I'm kind of rusty. No, yeah, at that point, you're you're pretty much ready to go. You know, I there's you may have a couple other nuances that you there are a couple of things you're trying to work on, but you're based. You're ready to go. You're ready okay. to go. I'm, I'm not mad at these three games. Um, and I feel like. I feel like nothing has changed other than you truly don't have that fourth game out there. Cause that fourth game, you knew that the rosters had already been cut down, but then you also knew a lot of the starters weren't playing and you'd have a guy that just be exhausted because he's on all four special teams and he's on offense or defense and mm -hmm. he just never comes off the field. Um, that, that ended up being bad business. You know, people were getting hurt and you know, it's better for it's better for the league to put that as a 17th game than a, a pretty much a wasted fourth preseason game. I look sure. at things being the same. 
I mean, this first preseason game, you, if there's some guys that you want to see that, like I think like for Washington, you got to see the first team offense out there. You mm-hmm. have to see the first team defense out there. If it's not for just one series, it might be two series. You know, you want to see them. It doesn't matter if they don't score points, right? If they go down the first drive and they look super efficient and they score a touchdown, get them off the field. I like what we're doing. We'll carry into next week. Put your ball caps back on. We're good. Yeah. (laughs) You know, put your tennis shoes on, take off those cleats. Um, That's, that's what I would like to see. Same thing from the defense, right? Maybe give me a couple of series, show that, okay, you know, the protection looks good on offense. The defense is is attacking, flying around. They know what they're doing. Um, And then you start pulling guys out. Now, you know, there's, we're going to talk about it, you know, different, Mm -hmm. different spot that we're looking at, but you know, once you get once you take out those starters, now you're starting to evaluate some of those other guys, and we'll touch on on just some of those things that we're looking for uh, from the Commanders in their first game. Yeah, so let's get to it. The Commanders versus the Panthers at one o'clock on Saturday. Um, I, I don't think that Ron Rivera is is looking at this as a rivalry game, as a revenge game, or anything. He's played the Panthers now twice in the regular season, so I can't imagine that he's overly worried about beating the Panthers, but. You know, some new faces to look at. I think uh, speaking of starters, he mentioned that starters are going to go 15 to 20 plays, but I'm kind of with you. You know, if they go down the field in a nice six, seven play drive, score a touchdown, Terry's in the end zone or Jahan scores his his first NFL touchdown. I think those guys sit down, even if it's, you know, way less than they said. Uh, But what are we looking at here for for the commanders? What are what are some things that that you're looking for for uh, what they're going to do out there? And and what what are you trying to, to gain by watching this first preseason game on Saturday? The first thing for me is I'm looking for offensive execution. I want to see. I want to see them execute their plays, execute just the offense, get out, get in and out of the huddle, line up, get the playoff, and just look like they're all on the same page. You know, you you have a new quarterback coming in, obviously. There's a few new pieces kind of mixing in. Curtis Samuels already said he's going to be there for week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have him, you have Dotson, you got McLaurin. You know, you got these young tight ends that are – they're going to get their first, you know, bit of time underneath the lights. So – we you you want to see these guys come out and show that they're ready to go. You know, uh, ideally there's no penalties, there's no sacks, no pressure on the quarterback, running games. You want everything to look good. I want to see what the execution looks like uh, from the top to the bottom, quarterback, receivers, tight ends, O-line, all of the inaccuracies that you heard about Carson Wentz having in practice. Can he clean those up? You know, now you're out there on the field. You don't have coaches just over your over your back and on your shoulders. You just get to go out there and play ball. Um, so offensive execution is is the top thing that I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm with you there. And I think all of it, you know, kind of like we've been saying, all of it to me is on Carson Wentz. You, you mentioned that we've heard this kind of roller coaster story. One day he looks great. One day he he can't even hit a hit a guy on a simple route. Go out there in this game, make show that you have you know the timing down with your receivers. Show that you've got command. No, no pun intended of this offense, and and, and go show us something. Kind of silence those those doubters for a little bit. I think it'll do him some good. I think it'll do the rest of the guys on the offense some good, and and I think it'll do fans and coaches good. Saying, hey, okay, we got this guy that has played a while in the league. He knows what he's doing. You know, he's kind of had the the reputation of kind of being 
not a great practicer, but so, so come out into the game and, and make it happen. I think that that can really, uh, uh, you know, silence some of those critics out there, at least for one week and make everybody kind of take a, a deep breath and be like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. We, we talk about the fact that he's on his third team in three years and we say that that's a knock on him. You know, we can say whatever it is, but he's on his third team in three years. There's going to be some timing that, that, that goes into that. I don't care how, you know, experienced you are in anything. If you're on your third company in three years, yes, that could be a red flag, but also it's going to take you some time, but you're here, you know, like we've been saying this, these are live bullets, whether or not the stats matter or the, or the, you know, the record matters, this is a chance for you to go out there and make something happen. So yeah, I want to see them spread it around a little bit, get everybody involved, uh, no injuries, uh, and then sit down and, and, and move on from there. Um, so moving on from, from the offense, I think that's uh, honestly, I, I would be willing to bet that that's a lot of people's, you know, first thing that they're looking for. Uh, mm-hmm. but one thing I'm looking for across the board, offense and defense, I'm looking at these rookies who, who is going to show up, uh, who is going to come out here in this first preseason game and make a name for themselves. Who, who's going to maybe make it kind of tough on another guy, make it tough on Ron Rivera, make him have to make a decision that he wasn't expecting to do. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of Brian Robinson. Is he going to keep pushing Antonio Gibson? It seems like Robinson, from what I'm hearing, is taking some first team reps. You know, take it and run with it. You know, I've heard that Percy Butler is kind of flying around on the defensive secondary side of things. Go make a play in this first preseason game. I, I really want to see how these guys handle it. It's their first action out there in the NFL. Uh, go do something special and, and, and make it tough on another guy and make it tough on these coaches. That is perfectly put. I mean, I I couldn't say it any better. Um, you, It's your time to shine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's your time to shine. There's, there's something they always say, the eye in the sky don't lie. Um, and you know, a lot of guys get on the field and they don't want to get look, they don't want to look bad because they mama's in the stands, their girlfriends <laughs> in the stands. Um, I mean, when you're on the road and now you got fans that are talking trash to you, like things change, man. I, I'm telling you, practice is one thing, it's a controlled environment, you know what you're going against, but now you don't know what you're going against. Um, and you, you those rookies just take that opportunity, man. I'm telling you, take that opportunity. If, especially like the tight ends, you know, I want to see that tight end position. Those young guys, Cole mm-hmm. Turner. I mean, he's, he's had an amazing, you know, off season and training camp. Like everything is, has just aligned for him to just get all of these reps and get, probably get to develop, develop a lot faster than anybody was expecting. He's going to end up making an impact this year. Um, but you want to see how, how's he going to get out there and lock? How's he going to handle you know, the aggressiveness from he might, you know, he's going to probably be starting. He's going to have to see, you know, some of these starters from the Panthers. There might be a starting, you know, defensive end ever that he's going to have to block. Like you've been working on blocking. All right, here, here you go. You know, baptism so, by fire, baptism by fire. Absolutely. Now, obviously, Hey, don't mess it up. You got your quarterback back there. Right. So like, mm-hmm. it means something now, right. It really means something. Records are sure it's preseason, but <laughs> the sacks and the tackles, they all hurt the same. So <laughs> keep, keep your guy upright. You know what I mean? Like that, that's probably the biggest question mark about Cole, Cole Turner. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just, is how's he going to hold up and block it? You know, Armani Rogers, you know, same thing. Can he do the blocking? They're going to get a chance to showcase that, show what they've been working at, and you got to step up when those lights turn on. And if you do that, 
then they're going to believe that you're for real. And this, that's when, man, ooh, gives me goosebumps. It gives me chills because I just remember my first my first preseason game was against the, the Steelers, and I made a couple of catches. Um, and then the next preseason game we play, played against the the Ravens. And I remember, like, one of the first couple of plays, I ran a widened post, and it's a big post, like a good 18-yard post. And if he'd have hit me in stride, it would have been a touchdown, but I had to do a little slide and catch, and I I was super hyped. Oh, my, it was like second play of the game. FedEx was rocking. And ooh, I feel like that might have been like one of the moments where people were like, all right, this guy's for real. But you got to show up under the lights. Show up under the lights. There are some preseason heroes for a reason, but there are some guys that, that come out of nowhere and, and make an impact on, you know, not just Washington, but teams across the league. I remember Victor Cruz wore number three in the preseason. He was making plays left and right. And you're like, who's this guy wearing number three? Yes. And then, you know, the rest is history with that guy. So you, you really is. do have a chance to go do something special, not just for yourself, but for the team. That is legit what I said when I saw Victor. Cruz. I'm like, I don't know who this three is, <laughs> but dude is getting off right now. Like he he obviously turned that into a storybook career, yep. and uh, he's doing great off the field as well. I mean, you can't you can't script that any better, you know. I mean, hell, don't come in thinking that's what you you're gonna go to. You come in here and ball. Come in right. here and ball first. Everything else will fall into place afterwards. I don't want to. I don't want anybody to sell themselves short. Right. Well, I think that one of the, the, the big things that we're looking at, maybe the third thing here is the elephant in the room this week. So Sam Mills was let go as the defensive line coach. Jeff Scanina steps in, a guy who I thought someone was speaking incorrectly, but he played 17 seasons in the NFL. That is that's impressive in itself. I mean, so I hope that this D-line is soaking up all his knowledge. So Sam Mills let go. Jeff Scanina steps in to coach the defensive line. What do they look like? How have they responded over these last few days? It's got to be a little bit awkward, you know, losing a coach that you've had there for a couple of years. So how do they respond? Do they go out there kind of kind of hungry to try to make a couple of plays and show that they are a, a unit that underachieved last year and that they're hungry for a big year this year? So what are you thinking about this defensive line and, and, and this move this week? Yeah, it's it's obviously something that's probably never never you know easy to to do. Yeah, um, Sam Mills, I mean, you know, I would think that you know Coach Rivera has a relationship with his father, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's tough. But the good thing is you are you're putting somebody in place who's who's been there, who's been on the field, right? And you know, definitely not not in the D line room. Don't have any connection in there. Uh, but if there was some sort of philosophical differences, there may have been something where like some of the players were like, man, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the technique that, you know, Mills is putting me in. Um, but, you know, Jeff is, is, is giving me better tips that I like more, you know, it could be something like that where like it frees a player up a little bit more, you know, obviously the, the overall key is for that, uh, D line to operate in unison and to and to be on the same page. Mm -hmm. um, but if now, you know what uh, I'm going to just say, Jeff. I, I mean, hey, I, I didn't practice the name yes. as much. Scanina. <laughs> Scanina. Yes, I was. I knew it was a Z in there. But I don't hear it. But hey, yeah, <laughs> Coach <don't> Jeff <laughs> Scanina. Uh, he's going to have. I mean, 17 years of of knowledge. Like you have to listen to that. Um, 
And, you know, I don't see those guys. They're not going to, like, you know, it's not going to be a division in the lock, in the, in the mm-hmm. defensive line room. Like, what are you going to do? Like, oh, I'm, I'm a Sam guy. What, what are you going to get cut? Like, no, show up. Let's go to work. We got it. You know, that's just the name of the business right now. And I think they, sh- I think they show up well. Uh, I hope they don't, don't look to do too much. You know, like you just want to show up, you know, and if, if you start, if they start having a lot of pressure, then they're going to say, Hey, that's a good decision that they, that, that Ron made to, to get rid of Mills. Um, but if they look shaky, then people are going to try to say, well, well, what's going on? But once again, first preseason game, you're going to see mostly, you know, Fedarian Mathis. You're, you're not going to see uh, Jonathan Allen that much. You probably won't see a whole bunch of Deron Payne. They should get a series or two. You know, if they have a dominant, you know, first series, maybe a three and out, uh, get a couple of sacks, that might be it. They might get two series. You're not going to get too much, but I think the D-line will be all right. Yeah, I don't even think that they need to, you know, make a play, force a fumble. It's just, do you look solid? Are you guys, you know, did you, you know, it, it, it's got to be awkward whether you like the guy or not that he's gone now. That's a, that's a big change. It's something you got to address. But do you let it affect your game? Do you let it affect how you play in this first time out? So, yeah, I'm just curious to see, you know, what the demeanor is like and, and, and what all that is. You know, I'm not like expecting them to make a play in the backfield or, or, you know, that'd be nice, but, you know, I'm not expecting them to come out with their, their hair on fire. So, uh, so speaking of position coaches, I, I mean, we know when, when a team has an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, kind of the head coach of each side of the ball, but how important is a position coach? How important is a Sam Mills versus a Jeff Scanina, uh, you know, in your experience, how important is a position coach and how, how close are those guys with their position coach as opposed to the the offensive defensive coordinator as opposed to the head coach? What are those what do those coaches do and how big of a deal is it to kind of change out a guy, you know, this close to the season starting? Uh, position coaches are I mean, they're they're everything to a player. I mean, they're most responsible for that player's development. Um, and they you know, there's they they have the hands on coaching. They're the ones that's working with you every single day in practice, pre-practice, off-season. Like, those are your people. Um, and then, you know, if you have two guys there, then, yeah, you know, although I know a lot of guys would be working with Scanina because he's got the the years and years of experience, you know. Um, so it should – I don't see it's going to be – think that's going to be a problem transitioning just to going from, you know, from Mills to Scanina. I don't see that being a problem. Uh, but position coaches – so a lot of times, I mean, they have to get in there and, and scout the guys and see, you know, what they like, who they like. They get to pick some guys. They may be responsible for getting you into a camp. You know what I mean? Like they're like like uh, how Taylor Heineke was talking about mm-hmm. uh, Turner. Scott Turner identified him whenever he was in uh, Minnesota. So whenever you're connected to that position coach and, you can execute what he's trying to get you to do. He, one, he may carry you through the league as he goes up the ranks. But the the position coach is really going to help you understand the game. You should learn how to be a pro um, and just be a consistent you know, point of contact that you can go to. Because if you're way down the, the roster, you may not get to talk to the offensive coordinator. Like You, you probably ain't going to get to pull up into his office and be like, I need to talk to you. They're like, hey, you need to learn your playbook, right? <laughs> but you show your position coach that, hey, I'm showing up every day. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I know all of my assignments. I know the other guy's assignments. 
he's going to go back and report to the offensive coordinator say, hey, Armstrong's looking good or Murphy's looking good. He He's really improved in these areas. And then the, the, the coordinator can say, okay, well, let's, let's give him a shot in this spot and see what he does. So basically position coaches can help you get your start, man. They can help you elevate up quickly. Um, so, yeah, the relationship is, is very important, very, very important. That is interesting. You know, you see head coaches typically take, you know, a coordinator sometimes, and sometimes a coordinator takes a couple of guys. But I never thought about the fact that a position coach will sometimes take a player with him. I mean, you think about, uh, you know, just coming to mind, uh, Kyle Shanahan. I know that there were a couple of guys, player coaches, but also a couple of players that would go with him. And it, it, yeah. it seems like you build a good relationship, you know, with your your core group that you can move around and make something happen every step of the way. Yep, absolutely. I mean, they know they know what you can do and they know that you know what they're wanting you to do, right? So you got to think, if I get to walk in to – you know, a new team and I have a guy who's been in my offense for four or five years, like he can at least, he can help kind of bring things along rather than walking in brand new. You don't know anybody. Um, and you're trying to teach somebody in offense and then maybe you're trying to teach different techniques. And, and I'll say this a lot of the time, sometimes I say a lot of times there's sometimes in the league where they, they try to change techniques. Uh, a lot of times they try to, you know, help you, pick up where you're deficient. You know, a lot of guys, you'll make it to the league because you're really good at something, something really flash. And there's some great, like Miles Garrett is a guy who's like great at damn near everything he does. <laughs> right. But there's some guys where you're like, you know, Hey, uh, I'll use Jamin Davis, for example, really fast athletic linebacker, but he needs to continue to develop. Right. Position coaches are going to be the ones to help him develop him getting playing time is going to help him develop as long mm-hmm. as he translates and puts those things onto the field. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm thankful for my position. I mean, I had Keenan McCardell, great receiver in the league. Ike Hilliard, great receiver in the league. Um, and, you know, between them and then learning from like Santana and Joey Galloway and you know all those other guys, I mean, you have a whole bunch of coaches and knowledge all around you and, so paramount to you to you having some success for sure yeah that seems that seems huge you got to soak up all the 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 knowledge that is around you even if it doesn't translate to to this squad or or whatever it may be so that's what we're looking for for the game you know how does the offense execute what are the rookies doing how does that d-line respond and you mentioned jamin davis i'm definitely going to see what 52 is up to and if he can make a couple of plays and kind of silence the critics as well uh, so, so hopefully when we talk to you next time, uh, we'll be talking about a commander's win. You know, actually that doesn't really matter, but are, did those things check off? Did we check our boxes for the first preseason game? So speaking about the, the season as a whole, I was thinking this might be the first time that the Washington Redskins commanders football team has ever done this. They put out a Jersey schedule. So they put out their home jerseys. I guess the home team kind of calls the shots there on, on what they're going to wear. But the Washington commanders finally put out a, a Jersey schedule. I, I feel like we've been seeing teams do this for years and years and years. So it's nice to see the commanders finally catching up to the times. And I, I appreciate that. It seems, you know, 
perfect with the with the the new branding and and all of that a new name a chance to kind of get with the times so they announced what they're going to do uh this year so they are rocking their white burgundy and black jerseys at different times throughout the year starting on saturday in the preseason game they even mentioned that they're going to wear the white already against the panthers and then they're going to wear them uh three more times including the season opener against the eagles in week three and week 18 against the cowboys um we've talked a little bit about the jerseys how do you feel about the jersey schedule how do you feel about the the white jerseys they're bringing it out three different times this year i think that um the the concerns about the is it burgundy is it red that stuff has been squashed. I've heard mm-hmm. on Twitter plenty of times that it is that you know it is the burgundy that uh, that is associated with the team. Um, it just it just happens to look more like a red. I guess it's like an ombre type of design, but that's neither here nor there. I I, I I've never really had a team where they're like we're doing a, a jersey release. I hell I just would show up and find out what we were wearing that <laughs> okay. day. You know, like they didn't say, hey, Anthony, we're going to be rocking all burgundy this time. So prepare accordingly. That must uh, be a I, I think that's got to be a fan thing, because I've been wanting this for, for such a long time. Like it felt like we were always waiting as a fan, not that, that it even matters, but we were trying to see what they were wearing, what the combo was going to be. And it felt like it would only come out on game day. And so yeah. I, I just I like the, I like the fact that they're kind of doing it a little bit ahead of time, giving fans a chance to kind of match if they want to um, that kind of thing. So it it, it does it doesn't surprise me that the players don't really care and that well, you were just. But don't say what well, I don't want to say we don't care. OK, Cause, OK, because uh, I'll say that, like, if for me. I would have always known that generally at home we're wearing the burgundy. Um, I assume they're wearing the white because it's going to be hot. Right. And you like to put your, you put your opponent in their dark Jersey so that they absorb more of the sun and they're going to be hotter. So that's generally why you'll see the white units in the warm weather. If you have a choice at home. Okay. Um, Except for whenever they play Dallas, Dallas generally wears home white, so they're like, well, you're going to wear the blue this time. So you try to switch them off their game. Um, but players would do look forward to like, like especially with all these all black and mm-hmm. uh, all black units coming out. People are looking at you going to circle that game. Like, yeah, I would definitely want to know when are we rocking these all blacks? You know, um, probably would want to wear them a little bit earlier in the year. I'm surprised they didn't want to rock them against Dallas. Like, I thought that'd be kind of fly. You know, show up to Dallas and and all black, and they got their whites on. Now that's like old west right there, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. What I'm wow, saying? that was really good. That was really hey, good. Hey, hey, you know, <laughs> do voiceover work, right? <laughs> I love that. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. So yeah, they're they're bringing out the black jerseys twice at home. Who knows about the road? I guess you know, like we were saying, the home team kind of decides that, and it can be some some mind games there. But they're 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 taking on the Vikings and the Falcons in the black jerseys. What one thing I noticed here is that they they didn't announce the pants or even the helmet. So maybe they mix and match a little bit throughout the season. We'll kind of see what. What combos they go with but uh, yeah. i do like that that we're kind of getting a heads up of, of what they're doing so black uh, the vikings and falcons and then burgundy four times at home the titans packers 
Giants and Browns toward the end of the season. So that's kind of the, the jersey layout. So when, when you're planning out going up to FedEx or going out to FedEx or up for me coming down from Atlanta, up, out, over, wherever you're coming from, uh, you know what jerseys that the team is rocking and you know what they're going to look like out there. Yeah, you can uh, you can match a little bit, right? Get coordinated mm-hmm. with the squad. Yeah, make sure you got your jersey on your one seven or your eleven, whatever one you rock in the two four. Yep. Um, yeah, put those units on. I mean, this I think it's I, I like I said, I've never I've never I've I've always kind of wondered. I've never been to very many games as a fan uh, in the NFL. Makes I've sense. Def- I've definitely played more games in the NFL than I've been as a fan. <laughs> um, so. You know, it's it's. I think it's fun to be able to kind of you know prepare for that. I never I never tailgated. I've I've done a little bit after, but I've never like officially had like a, a tailgate. You know, like I've seen how y'all turn up. I've seen <laughs> how y'all turn up. I've never seen a tailgate. I used to in college. Like I've never seen a halftime show. You mm. know, so it's like you hear it. You be in the locker room. You are like man. It, Whatever's going on out there is really it's really it's really vibing right now. But I, I'm in here getting getting breakdowns for what's going on in the second half. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited for fans to know what's going on, especially when you associate those with the like the theme games and right all of that fun stuff. Like yeah, it, it's it's a it's a good play. And I will say I'm gonna give a shout out to the commander social media team. Um, Cause they've been really doing a damn good job over yeah. the recent, you know, past few months. Uh, so shout out to y'all uh, for the extra quirky tweets and things like that. I don't know what half of that stuff means, <laughs> but I but I can dig it. I appreciate it. Yeah, if we if we can get someone young to come explain all that to us, that'd be great. But yeah, they have done a good job, and especially like we were saying with a um, you know a rebrand like this, it kind of helps fans to kind of know, okay, this is this is the day we're wearing this jersey. Let's break this out. I, I just think it's a, it's a it's a not even a necessary step, but just kind of a nice step to to kind of get fans on board as you know you know, they move into this commander's era and kind of welcome them in, try to start new traditions and all that. So I I I like that. I think it, it, uh, it does, it keeps you engaged a little bit too, because this is really a a lull. There's not much going on. Obviously, yes, preseason ball, but there's really not much going on um, in between these times. So it's good to kind of give, give them a little something to, to nibble on. You you talked about traditions. I know that the, the, the fight song is, is up for re rebranding mm-hmm. or re rewritten. And they, they've put a couple of variations They had two variations that they put out there. Um, I sang them to the tempo of, of the old fight song. And it just, it does. I think there's too many syllables. I don't mm. know. I, I I'm kind of leaning to, Let's come up with a whole new song. Yeah, you know, come up with a whole new song. I mean, did you did you check those out? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I I like that they're trying to give a hat tip to you know the 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 previous era, but I, you know, there's nothing wrong with with starting new traditions. I mean. You know, you, you get married, you have kids, you don't always do the same things that you did as a kid with, with your parents for holidays and stuff like that. You know, you, you change it up for what works, you know, for your schedule, for where you live, that kind of thing. So I'm kind of, I get what you're saying there. You know, I, I appreciate the hat tip, you know, to the previous era, but, you know, sometimes it's okay to just start over fresh and, yeah. um, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what happens with that because, you know, I, I don't, I, 
I'm willing to bet that that nobody's gonna sing the the new song. I think you're gonna hear a, a, a rousing chorus of of the old song anyway. But yeah, um, you, you might run into that. But yeah, I'm with you. So you know, if you want to start a new tradition, do different things. Now's the time to do it. Everything's new. That that's the. I mean, just ride the train, man. I mean, you can really like do do a fan poll. Like say, hey, fan submissions. So bring some in, mm-hmm. right? And and truly take that into consideration because I know there's some talented people out there in the DMV and across the nation uh, that are fans of Commanders worldwide. Even like give give those folks a chance to put something together. I think it's too the easy way out is to just change change the name like the, the that section. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying you know they go hail to the Commanders, and I'm like that's got too many. Yeah, syllables. It doesn't work, you know. And then mm-hmm. it's almost better to say "Hail to Commanders," but then that's like it feels like you're saying "Hail to" like anyone that is a commander in the position. I don't know. It's a little weird. Yeah, I'm just with you. Change it. Just just get a whole new one. Well, I'm hoping that you know with some of the changes that they're making that they can iron out some kinks here at the preseason game. I'll be interested to see and hear and read how the the atmosphere is. You got to feel like, you know, I know it's just a preseason game, but there's probably some fans that are come and check out, you know, what's new with the team. How does, how do the jerseys look out there during the game? That kind of thing. So I think this is a nice little dress rehearsal for not just the commanders, not just the fans, the coaches, the players, but for FedEx field and for, you know, the, the whole staff from football people all the way up to the, to the front office and, event teams and all that they got a little chance to do a run through here so that'll be interesting to read and, and see how that goes but like we've been saying all all episode long football is back the commanders are about to play their first game who cares if it's preseason football is back on saturday so excited to watch our team go out there whether or not these are the 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 guys that are going to be playing the regular regular season i don't care i don't care just go out there and and enjoy the fact that football is back hopefully we see some of our keys come uh to fruition but you know i'm just excited that that our team's going to be out there hitting hitting another team yes indeed i mean i'm i'm stoked i wish i could i wish i could watch i probably i won't be able to get it down here in texas but if i figure out a way if somebody knows a way help me out man shoot yeah. me a message that's right shoot, shoot us a message that help follow us on twitter at believe in commanders that's right well so, let us know where to watch the, the game at yeah either way we'll be breaking it down in uh you know in our next episode next week you know we're not going to do a d- deep dive into how they did against the panthers but you know what did the offense look like hopefully they were smooth and chris the defense made some plays um but w- we'll be talking about it next week you guys be good and enjoy this first preseason game you know what you know what the first preseason game means it means that the real first first game is that much closer almost here man you about a month away that's One right. Month away, it's it's gonna be exciting. We're gonna have we're gonna have a lot in store for y'all when the season rolls around. Though it's gonna be a lot of fun. Stick with us. Appreciate y'all hanging with us. That's right. Thanks for checking out Believe in Commanders. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.